0: Hey guys, um, oh, I can't say guys anymore. I forgot. Na- uh, now this told me that yesterday, that's uh, marginalizing and oppressive. So hey folks, uh, hey people, hey uh, all of you uh, crazy cats out there and dogs. Um, just kind of wanted to do a quick little, quick little blurb, some thoughts on the 9/11 anniversary. Um, What's funny is I was thinking about doing this video and I, you know, I open up Facebook obviously to do Facebook live and I see like this post that I made in 2012 that says, um, basically how I was reflecting on how galvanized we were after nine 11 and how proud I was to be an American, um, because of how we came together after that event. And I read that and I'm like, Oh man, well, I'm going to talk about how we're going the exact opposite direction. Um, you know, because a lot of people, uh, when they think about 9-11, they think about where they were, right? There's that country song. It was Where Were You When the World Quit Turning. Um, or a South Park version, When They Built a Ladder to Heaven. It was a pretty funny episode. Um, and I remember that, but the older I get and the more I actually reflect on the event and everything around it, the, the more my mind drifts from, you know, the classroom I was in when they wheeled the TV in and all that stuff to... Kind of the sentiment afterwards and just how, yeah, we were super unified as a country after that. You know, you can look at the way our legislature voted on um, the war afterwards, like it was incredibly bipartisan. People just wanted to come together and um, I guess they wanted to get back at the people that attacked us and um, wanted to mourn together um, and grieve together and rebuild together. Um, I just worry about how far we are from that. Um, now I've been thinking a lot about the movie Watchmen lately. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's an amazing movie. I think it's on prime right now. Uh, but spoilers if you haven't, but it's like, actually, I think it's also from 2012. So if you haven't, sorry, but anyway, in the movie, it takes place in kind of this alternate future where the U S and Russia are still in the cold war. Richard, Nixon, Richard Nixon's been president for, like, seven terms. And there's this countdown clock um, that's going to midnight when the everyone thinks that the U.S. and Russia are going to just go to nuclear war and blow each other up. And so th- there's, like, these vigilantes in the movie, but only one of them has powers. And he has, like, he's the most powerful, like, being. Like, the dude is insanely powerful. And one of these vigilantes comes up with this plan, he says, look, U.S. and Russia are going to kill each other and destroy the world in the process, and the only thing that's going to bring them together is a common enemy. So he spends decades concocting this plan and building these bombs that have, like, the energy signature of this super powerful hero, and he has plants them all over the world and detonates them and basically frames the, the hero guy as, okay, the only thing that's going to bring U.S. and Russia together is to have a common enemy. Um, And so I'm going to have to kill hundreds of thousands of people, but that will save the world. Um, And at the end, kind of all the heroes that were trying to stop this guy, when he explains the plan, they agree like, yeah, that makes sense. And only one of them says, no, we can't do that. This is wrong. And they end up having to kill him. In fact, the guy that gets framed kills the guy who is going to go and tell the truth because the super powerful dude's like, yeah. No, this other guy's right. Um, This is the only way. Um, And so I've been thinking about that. It kind of my mind, this idea of like a watchman threshold of, you know, what is the threshold that it will take um, to bring our two sides together in this country? And I don't think it's necessarily even right and left as much as it is authoritarian, libertarian. Um, And that's a topic for another time. But the point is, is that the farther divided we get, the more uh, magnanimous, the more insane, the larger event it will take to unify us back together. Um, and I don't know if we're at that threshold yet. Um, we might be over it. We might be close to it. We might be far away. Maybe maybe we're not as divided as I think. Um, but I'm increasingly pessimistic and cynical about that. Um because it does seem like we live in two different countries pretty often so I, I wish I had like an optimistic little you know hey here's the bright side um, but the closest I can come to that is you know change happens on the level of the individual and you know for me personally I've been trying to not be so quick to want to be right whenever I'm thinking about my ideological opponents. Now, when it comes to legislation, I think it is important for there to be a really careful and correct process. But just in conversation or dialogue, or even just how I think about people, I'm really trying to find that common humanity um, and not think about what divides us, but what separ- but what not divides us or separates us, but what brings us together. Because we do have a lot more in common um, than we think, I think. Um, so I just encourage you to do that. Try to find common ground with people. And even if that, even if what that means is just in your own mind to not demonize people that you disagree with, because it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to be like, oh, this person's stupid or this person's evil. And a lot of that comes from the moralization of where our kind of body politic is right now. And I'm going to make a whole other video about that because there's some deeper issues there. But regardless, on the level of the individual, I think if each of us just tries to find common ground with people and tries to, you know, there's a quote that Jonathan Haidt has in his book. I'm trying to remember, it's from a civil rights activist. And she says, whenever my opponents draw a circle to exclude me, I draw a bigger circle to include them. And so I think if we just keep trying to draw circles to include people um, and find ways to unite instead of separate, then I, I think at the very least we can slow our progression to that kind of Watchman threshold. Um, or maybe even reverse course. I don't know. Uh, might be too late for that. But what I do know is the last time our country was super united, a whole heck of a lot of people died, and that's what it took to get there. Um, and I just don't want that to happen again. I'm increasingly skeptical and cynical about the direction that we're going, and I just don't. I just don't want that to be our fate. I don't want it to require some enormous um, destabilizing event or the loss of ridiculous amount of lives to unify us. So I guess just on like today, uh, we're all Americans, and we can all mourn together. You know, we there's lots of things to mourn, there's lots of things to grieve, and there's lots of things to celebrate as Americans. And so I just encourage you to try and find those things and focus on those things that unify us instead of you know, the things that separate us. So anyway, I'm rambling and getting redundant. So I guess I'll end it there. I'm not gonna say happy 9-11 cause that'd be super duper weird. But what I will say is that I hope you have a good day and I hope you surprise yourself with how easy it can be to talk to people that you don't agree with. Um, cause once we get in a room together, oftentimes it's not that bad. Sometimes it's a dumpster fire, but oftentimes it's not that bad. So. Alright, I'm going to be late for work. Check you guys later.